Okay. Um. All right. This is me with nothing in front of me. Okay. This is me with something in front of me. Uh, I don't think it's a little. I don't think it's making a difference. The problem is, I think it needs to be. I think it has to be. I think it has to be up like this in order. I think it has to be up like this in order to make a difference. So I don't think. I don't think it works very well. This is the Two Girls Talking Podcast. That's not even what you're supposed to say. Shall we begin? I think I think so. I think now's a good time. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Abigail. How are you? You know, I'm pretty good. I uh, I'm I'm having some positive positive vibes lately. Let's just say that. Um, I want to hear more about these positive vibes, and where can I acquire some? Okay, so fun fact: I quit my job. <gasps> Congratulations. This is uh, wonderful you. news. It's it's great news. Um and this is my last week, but as like I gave a month's notice because I'm a nice person. And but for the last 2 weeks I went down to part-time on very limited hours. So I was like I can only work from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. and at 11 a.m. I like quit all the applications for work. There's no email on my phone. It is totally like out of mind. Can you imagine? It's it's like a magic experience. I can kind of imagine because I forgot to set up my new work email to forward to my phone last <laughs> week. So it turns out I had a whole bunch of messages waiting for me that I did not receive mm-hmm. for about five days. So I can't imagine that. Sounds great. It is great. <laughs> um, and so because of that, I'm like a whole different person. I uh, like cook food. I've been eating healthy. I've been exercising. And let me tell you, not being stressed by work and eating healthy and exercising gives you great positive vibes. Fun fact. I keep hearing about this from everywhere on the internet and every human I've ever met. And I don't know if I'm ready to commit to this positive vibe lifestyle. I think I might go the way of the stress for a bit more. Yeah. No, I mean, stress, sugar, sitting around. It's great, too. I've been working on this slouchy dead bod for years, and I don't know if I'm ready to turn it in. Um, I have some information for you, and it's a very, a very special invitation for you. Oh, like like hand like hand calligraphy. Hand calligraphy, Ms. Abigail Schilling. What are you doing, May nineteenth? Tell me, what am I doing? I don't have any current plans. Uh. Well, you, I, and the rest of the world will be watching the royal wedding of Ms. Meghan Markle to Mr. No! Yes. It's going to be on television? Oh, I don't know, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I just know that it's happening on May 19th, and I assumed that I would be one of the 2,490 participants of the public that would be invited to Windsor Castle to observe. What's the venue? Windsor Castle. Like the chapel there? I don't know. I I just read that part and then I started plotting my, you know, tickets to England, whatever else, like other accommodations I would need to make, you know, that sort of thing. Sure, sure. Um, I saw a headline that very scandalously said, um, Megan's divorce subtly called out on wedding invitation. And I thought, sure, I'll click that because I can't possibly imagine that to be true. Yeah, you're like, that's not true. 
show me the invitation. Exactly. Um, on the invitation, it says Ms. Meghan Markle instead of Miss, as uh, Princess Kate was referred to. Oh, uh, you can't, as a divorcee, you can't be a virgin. Also, um, even though her name is Ragin, Ragin, wow, that's not her name, <laughs> Ragin Meghan Markle. Rachel's Rachel Zane is her name on Suits, and you almost said that. Well, her real name is Rachel Meghan Markle, I guess. Her Oh really? Yeah. But and but because she's a public figure, they the palace allowed her to be called Meghan Markle on the um, invitations. I learned a lot about this in a very brief amount of time, and I'm here to share my wisdom, so I... No, I like it. I I've lived in a bubble of positive vibes and have missed the uh royal beat i'm so glad you're bringing it to me when they um when when they got engaged or whatever it was announced they came out as a couple i don't remember when but i guess it was when they got engaged and everyone was losing their minds myself included i went into some of the comment sections of suits stuff to see what the fans were saying Oh, dear. It was so funny, all the speculation about what would happen with the show and, like, what was real and what wasn't and, like, how clearly, like, her and Mike didn't have chemistry anymore because she was, like, in love with Harry. And I was like, but also she was never in love with Mike because she's an actor. And because that was a plot point on the show. And what are you all saying right now? That's amazing. But... There were some good conspiracy theories about how what when she started dating Harry, she stopped uh, dressing as skimpy on the show. And I think that might be true. I bet it is. I mean, if you have, you know, bigger fish to fry, as it were, then you'd make whatever accommodations you have to make to become the next, you know, princess or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if she like, like she was skimpy a lot on the show, but in a tasteful way, it was always like lounging around in bed with Mike talking about work, but like wearing like insane lingerie or like his shirt and nothing else. It was never like, no, of course. I'm sure it was tasteful. Strip tease. Yeah. And, but I, but it did seem, I mean, it was, it did seem like eye candy. And I always wonder when women do that in roles, are they like, this is just something I have to do because that's what people want to see but they don't necessarily like it i always wonder that and then like when she had got bigger fish to fry she was like pass or i mean the actresses that i've talked to about this say that they're constantly pressured to reveal more than they want to on set and they're often not told until they get to set that they're gonna have to wear a certain thing or they try and get like bait and switch at the last second and then they try to get so the the producers or director or whoever will try and sell them on it and say oh you'll you know you look great now you're gonna wish you had pictures of this when you're older and this will be so great because you'll have this to look back on no very gross very weird stuff so no I don't think anybody I know particularly loves to be well because also when you're shooting that it's not you and the person the actor you're working with it's 30 dudes moving lights around the bed and staring at you while you're working it's not like a fun sexy time with my hot co-star it's you know 30 people are staring at me in my underwear well and also I've I've heard interviews with actors where they say like yeah if it's just like my character is going on a random date with a guy and hooking up with him that's okay because I don't really know the guy but when it's your co-star that you've become friends with because you work together and then it's like okay and now we're gonna like touch each other's bodies yeah awkward I'm like yeah no that does seem rough yes unpleasant so you have a big announcement. Do I? 
What is it? You do. <laughs> you have a new podcast. Oh my gosh, I do have a new podcast. It doesn't feel new, but because we record these about once every 27 years, there's a lot of news we have to get to. You're right. Yes, I have a new podcast. It is a happiness and positivity podcast called Happiness Spells. You can find a link in the show notes. There's about, I don't know, 15 episodes, something like that. And it's five minutes twice a week of a list of happy things and things that just make me happy and smile and so forth. A quiet whisper in your ear. Okay, if you're going to use the things I say to make fun of me, I will not put them out into the world anymore. (laughs) I have some bad news for you about the podcast you're currently on. (laughs) No. See, I was talking to a friend about this, and let me know what your thoughts are, Abigail. But I was talking to a friend yesterday about happiness spells and podcasting in general and my Instagram and all my different art forms, if you will, places where I reveal portions of my personality. And uh, someone who doesn't know me very well was telling me how much they enjoy listening to happiness spells. Whereas people who know me really well, like my sister, you, other people who know me very well, say that they have a hard time listening to it because (laughs) of um, the way that I speak and the things that I talk about. I don't have a hard time listening to it. I just, it just feels like Easter eggs or something where with every single one of them. And I mean, I feel this way about your scripts too. I'm always like, okay, where did this come from? And I want to like chase the the art form back to the weasel brain thought it spawned from in your brain. Uh, (laughs) And, and I want to like be able to be listening to it right next to you. So I can be like, ha 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 ha. When it's like you yammering on about the like crust of an apple fritter. And I'm like, she either had one or she resisted one. And now she regrets it. <laughs> so true. I wrote that because I was thinking about apple fritters. And uh, then I wanted one really bad for a long time. Today, even a week after I recorded that, I thought about going to the donut store and getting an apple fritter because I listened to that episode again and I mentioned apple fritters. So happiness spells is basically little micro experiences. So you hear a sentence and then you're trans transformed, trans transformed, transported. Yes, that's the word <clears throat> to that place. So you're like, oh, yeah. That apple fritter sounds amazing, and then you have to go get one, too. But the idea is that you can imagine it being true for you. You don't have to get the apple fritter. You can just enjoy it. Uh, That's the other thing I like about listening to it. I'm, like, choosing, was it true for Amanda, or is she imagining it being true for Amanda? And then I cackled as I thought of... (laughs) As I thought of, because then I like to imagine, I like to predict what might come up on a happiness spell. And I thought about some taxes ones and I giggled and giggled. There's taxes ones on there, believe me. I don't know if you've made it to an episode with a taxes one yet. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe I didn't predict it. Maybe I actually heard it. I've listened, I've listened to them all. I think I've listened to them all, except for the romance one. But what I was saying to my friend was that... Uh, I feel like all of the different places that I sort of put out information or I do things creatively, they're all sort of very narrow slices of my personality. And there's not one art form other than this podcast, dear friend, where I am completely myself and very clearly dedicated to all of, you know, it's not like a holistic expression of myself. And I thought that was kind of interesting. And if you had thoughts on that or if you've experienced that. 
Oh yeah, no, I totally think that's true. Um, yeah, like your Instagram, I'm always like, like eye rolly because it it it's so different who you are like 24 hours a day. Yeah. It reminds me of when I used to blog and every once in a while I would write these posts that were like writing with, you know, italics and a capital W and people would be like, oh my God, this is so good. And I'd be like, like I'd feel like an artist, but, (laughs) but then I felt like I was just like bullshitting because I was like, no, I'm just writing jokes about my life. And then every once in a while feel inspired to be artistic. And I'm sure it is art. Yeah, so sometimes it feels like all of these different things are sort of these different aspects of my personality. And I don't think that they're not true. Like, I think all of those different ways are ways that I do feel or do express myself, but maybe don't feel, I don't know, comfortable being that way in real life or, you know, it occurs to me later. I don't know. But yeah, my one friend who knows me through work listened to Happiness Spells and was very surprised because she said, you know, I just think of you as such like a sarcastic, a really like jokey person. And this is such a very sincere thing. And I was like, yep, that's also part of who I am as a person. I just literally never talk about it or show that side of myself. (laughs) So I think it's kind of strange that both my Instagram and happiness spells which are two things that I probably I don't really post on Facebook other than like text messaging is kind of the only other output I have really I don't really tweet um yeah I just think it's interesting that those are the two sort of outlets I have and I don't really um yeah showcase my personality other ways well then I feel like that answers your question about like why you don't perform online as your true self Besides this podcast, besides this podcast, which is the singular output of my entire personality, all all waiting, which is why it's hilarious that our friends don't listen. It's amazing to me. I'm like the only people I'd who like- would actually care about this don't actually consume this content. <laughs> uh, it's nice though. It's good. It's safe. It is so safe. But I also, you know what I like about it is I'm like our listeners are like our quasi friends because they enjoy it. Our friends, our friends we haven't met yet. <laughs> Every listener is just a friend I haven't met yet. What a beautiful thought. Is that a happiness spell? I was I was doing it a little bit. My sister called it uh, your creepy little voice. So <laughs> the, re- the reviews are rolling in. Um, I was thinking about this today as I was listening to some of the spells as I was doing my steps. And... Because sometimes you feature spells from other writers, and I don't like those as much. Uh, and I think your creepy little voice works really well with how you write it, and then it gets creepy when you're reading other people's. So yeah, the reviews are all good. <laughs> Everyone has only positive things to say about my attempt to make a nice little five-minute podcast on my own. Hey man, I'll listen to Apple Fruitercast any day of the week. I thought about making it just about food, and then I thought, don't shoot yourself in the face. Oh, I wondered I wondered if you had, like, a um, formula where you're, like, the like how many times you'll talk about food, how many times you'll talk about other people, how many, you know. It's not, like, a set formula, I'd say. I love this interview. It's so fun. Um, it's not a set formula, I'd say. It's more like I try to space out long ones with short ones, and then I try not to have too many of the same type of thing. So, yeah, I just kind of try, because I write, like, 
I probably write 50 a week new ones. And then I just pull and make like episodes in Trello basically and try and make like balanced episodes with a little bit of everything. Got it. Yeah. Happy to answer any other questions about this. No, now I, now I feel like I should come up with some more questions for the artist. Oh my. That's okay. We can move on. It got, I got, it got too much pressure. I started thinking about who would listen and I, it was. Hopefully nobody like our other podcast. <laughs> it's best if I, best if I imagine no one listens to anything. I think they don't. So no worries there. <laughs> I also am not drinking right now. Like right this second. Oh, okay. I was like, what big news is this? <laughs> no, I'm not drinking right this second for two reasons. One on account of the health kick. Uh, which means I have to count my calories and I had a hundred calorie can of truly earlier. So that was my booze for the day. Truly Um, is this delicious. This is not an advertisement, by the way, this is just true love. Truly is this delicious seltzer water that has alcohol in it and is a hundred calories a can. You can drink a lot of them and accidentally feel really great about life and also be hydrated. So go buy some truly. A happiness spell indeed. Oh, truly. Yeah. So, but the other reason is I'm running low on alcohol. Like I, that was my last truly. And I think I have two Coronas and that's it. We're bottom of the barrel here. Yesterday I had a Shinerbach as my, as my drink for the day. This is some real Oregon trail, end of the trail rationing, grueling pace, meager rations. Yeah. I'm trying to be a little, uh, more budget conscious about my grocery shopping on account of I quit my job. I forced myself to stay home for days and days because if I stay home, I can't spend money. <laughs> I've been doing something similar where I buy groceries. I know, hard to believe, hard to understand, but if you have food at your house, you can cook it and eat it and then you won't leave the house. The bad part happens if you cook and eat all of the food on one day and then you have nothing for the rest of the days. That is the yeah. That is a flaw in the planning. But yes, tomorrow I'm going back to civilization. I have grand plans. I'm going to visit friend of the pod, Aaron Stetson. What? You're so lucky. What are you guys going to do? Know. We're going to go see some bison, which I'm very excited about. She lives right by this bison preserve, um, but we're not sure if the bison are back for the summer yet. They So they come around March or April. They get come from wherever they go for the winter. I don't know. Bison rules. And we both have texted about the bison and how we want to see them and how we have to call to make sure they're going to be there. But neither of us have activated enough to actually make one little phone call. Well, that sounds about right. Should be a fun visit. You should have them take some photos of you and Miss Farabee. Oh, because they're photographers. Yeah, for your for websites and things. Yeah, that's not a bad idea, but um, it gets complicated because you'd have we'd have to like take Farabee to a field or something, so that we'd have to like plan it. And they have three kids, and then I'd have to make Farabee look cute once we got there. So it would be like a whole day thing, and I'm not gonna be. Th- I'm only going for a couple days, um, and Farabee will be fairly packed up. Um, while we're under tow. Well, maybe it could be just the part of your face sticking out of a window or something. <laughs> my, my friend my friend Mandy took a picture of me the other day to post on her Instagram, and she has many followers. She was kind of standing behind... She was outside of the trailer, 
behind me and I was inside the trailer standing in the doorway and she was like, oh, I want to take your picture. And I immediately was like, I had like 50 questions about it. Um, and I was like, can you see the hole in my pants on my ass? And she was like, no. And I was like, can you see? I was like, can you see my dumb unwashed hair? And she was like, no. And I was like, can you? I was like, can you see my dumb scratch glasses? And she was like, would you just trust me? And I was like, no. Right. She's not there trying to make you look bad. She's like, yes, yes, yes. And I'm going to show the world your secrets. <laughs> yeah. And I don't. I never think people are trying to make me look bad. I just think people think I look good when they're wrong. And so I need to, you know, police it. Ah, uh, yes. Wisdom indeed. <laughs> I need to police the actions of others to protect them, really. They're not wrong, but they're not right either. <laughs> exactly. Oh, but I'm going to go to the grocery store on the way. And I'm going to get lots of wine. Because loophole. Hanging out with friends. Oh, is it hanging out with friends if you're drinking in your trailer alone <laughs> while you're parked outside their house? <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Is that a happiness spell? I like it. Happiness spell for visiting friends. <laughs> drinking wine in your trailer alone, contemplating the outside world. That's not even what my voice sounds no. like, so I don't know. That's not even a good representation. Was, you were you were you were close. You were close. Um, no, it'd be like it'd be like finally laying down after a late night with friends, drinking late into the night, catching up, telling old stories, and then being in the quiet of your own room, remembering. Oh Jesus. <laughs> yep, that's what it would be like. Although I would have a problem with that one maybe because it describes a very long scenario and I think that you need to break, well, yeah. break them up it, into shorter I mean, moments. I'm new at the mockery, all right. Don't worry, it comes to you real fast, apparently. You're doing a great job already. I'm going to start sadness spells. <laughs> Thought about waiting until there, until there's like 50 episodes and then doing one that you don't even know is sadness spells until it's happening and then it's like dark, dark stuff. And I was like, you can't use your podcast to troll people who are trying to listen to a positivity podcast. <sighs> true but sometimes i accidentally write sadness spells and i'm like nope that's not a happiness spell that's just a sad thing that happened (laughs) afton likes to write me too about them and say like this isn't a happiness spell it's maybe you think someone was murdered in your home i'm like oh i know i wish they were tweets so i could or like i wish there was content if they were online so i could like comment on each one yeah i need to make a website and i want to do some transcript stuff but again it's like wow how much time should this unpaid hobby take up etc etc I had a meeting today about making a website for the podcast for the two girls talking podcast. So I could, I could tell you a lot of ways that we could make (laughs) erase time and money for unpaid hobbies. Anyway, what do you have for us today? I feel like you're writing a little, a little list. Yeah. Take us there. I have, I have some billboard rage. (gasps) Oh, it's been so long. Okay. So I, they aren't billboards, but it is public signage. Okay. Will you allow it? Uh, Yes, I allow it. So I'm camping out in the middle of nowhere. I'm in North Texas, and I um, I had to drive to the big city, as one does, to uh, take a shower at the gym and get some groceries. And I needed to get some exercise in that day, which is walking, just so we're clear what this exercise I keep bragging about is. It's walking. Uh, and so... There was, I had looked up in the area I'm in, are there any trails around? No, there's nothing around. It's totally flat. It's just like cattle for 
miles and miles and miles. But in this town I was going to, they had a big park and it had a paved trail. And I, you know, I was like, okay, cool. I'll go check it out. I'll take in the scenery. Well, it's one of those trails that encourages you to work out. So like every quarter mile, there's a sign that's like, work it, get it. Yeah, except they're, they were more motivational, less actionable. And they were um, emoji themed. So like, yeah, so like one was like exercise builds muscle. And there was like the arm emoji. And then it was like endorphins make you laugh or whatever. And there was like the laughing emoji. Okay, so this is all, this is all, yeah, it's all awful. But, you know, to be expected, you know, at a town park. But then there was one that said, Fit- I think it said fitness looks good on you. Oh, awful. But there wasn't an emoji for this one. They broke from the theme. So there was like, I saw like nine of these signs that were all emojis and then one that was not. They could have done the lady with her hand to the side or anything. Nails. I don't know. Or like, yeah, nails or like the one where you're like taking a selfie of yourself. Yeah. With like the arm stretched out. Yeah, no, I thought I thought about it for a good two miles. Um, but no, guess what they had instead? What? They had a photograph of a woman. Like it was like a stock photo of a woman with like like a fitness bod, like six pack and all at, in a gym looking at herself in the mirror. What? Why? I don't know. That's so annoying and weird. Uh, I saw a Billboard Rage callback recently that I wanted to tell you about. I was walking past a park, a bench. It wasn't a park bench. It was a bus bench. And it was that billboard that I spoke of you, spoke to you about before with the deer. And the deer is apparently speaking to children. And it says, meet me in the forest. I told you about this one this, a long time ago. Yeah, this sounds like a vague, harrowing nightmare. Like that's like that's like when you describe it, I'm like, I don't have a memory of this, but I do have a bad feeling. It's literally funded by like the National Park Service or something. USDA forest outside lands, something like that. So it's a deer and it's in <laughs> USDA forest outside lands. It's a branch of the Department of the Interior. <laughs> Um, so this bench, anyway, the deer's, the deer has like a little bubble coming out of its mouth that literally, you know, a little speech bubble that literally says, meet me in the forest, which is so weird. There's nothing else on there, you know, it's just that. And then like, oh, but the scary thing about this one that I saw the other day was someone had scratched the eyes off of the deer. So (laughs) it was, so it was just these white areas on this deer space and it was honestly so scary I couldn't actually look at it very long once I looked and recognized what it was and then I thought back about how scary it was really you know I just I got really freaked out and I had to move quickly past the bench but yeah I wonder what I would like to draw new eyes on but make them weird I would just put big googly Googly. eyes so it'd move around that's fun except except it's hard for them to move around if they're on a park bench yeah I'd make it happen. I'd hit it. What? Is, there's flashing happening. Why is there flashing? There's something wrong with your video, and it keeps cutting out every couple seconds, God. and it's flashing on my face from Skype, so get mad at your friend Skype about this. <laughs> it's giving me epilepsy. I don't know what you think I'm... <laughs> it 
splashing like every at two first, seconds. At first, I thought, I know, at first I thought it was just like your phone was like blowing up. Like, you know how you can have that setting where if you get a text, it does the flash. I turned off every notification on my phone. Do I see like someone that would be like, yeah, let's oh. have like a flashing light in my face. <laughs> I don't even know when I get work emails. Okay. I'm not exactly on top. Oh my God. <laughs> it wasn't bothering me until you mentioned it. No, it's been no, it's been getting worse because at first I was like, she's just getting text messages. It's it's been it's been happening faster and faster. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you were like, what is going on over there with the dance party? And am I invited? <laughs> no, it's like that. It's like that therapy. It's like shock therapy is what it, I feel like it's doing to you. Yep. That's the shock therapy I'm currently undergoing. Listening to you tell me a story about walking on a trail as light flashes on my face. Perfect. So apropos of nothing, I have a story to tell you about being on a text thread and how I'm very funny and how no one appreciates me. So classic fair, if you will. Classic fodder. Uh, This is the time and the place. This is the only time and the only place. And I need to remember that. I would do well to remember that more often. So... A text message comes in and it's some friends from high school and they have sent me a picture of another friend from high school and I don't want to name any names, but they said, when did this person get fat face? And they said, I don't want to be mean, but when did this person get fat face? Because they were someone who was very skinny and they sent a picture of the person who I thought looked very normal, not fat face at all. And so what I did is I retracted my entire face back into my neck so that it looked like my head was one giant fat circle, basically. Like, yeah. the, I made the ugliest possible thing and like face I could possibly make. I took a disgusting photo and then I sent it to the text thread and I said, I don't know, things get weird in your 30s or something. <laughs> no response. The only way, yeah, the o- I do feel like that's the only way you can... Um... Like, dispel people being crazy about stuff like that. I say this as someone who has, even on this podcast, obsessed about what I look like at all the times. Today, I sent mere moments, but today I sent two photos of me making that same face where you, like, just like, it's like that, it's that horrible face you see when you turn your phone on and you turn the camera on because you're going to take a picture of the piece of paper in front of you, but it's actually on front facing and you're like, oh. You looking down at your phone with a furrowed brow and no chin, or 30 chins, depending on your angle. Oh, yeah. Just a solid sort of area between your mouth opening and your body. <laughs> the real the real uh, definition of two-dimensional. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. That's hilarious. And the, it was the only proper response. And like I said, I sent several pictures like that today because I got to keep it real. Like, I got to, you know... For every thought I have about do I look pretty enough, I got to take an ugly picture because it doesn't matter. Yeah. And that's kind of, I had another friend talk to me about how they felt like they looked in photographs. They, um, they were talking about how someone had posted some photographs of them and they were very concerned because they didn't like the way they looked in them and basically was just describing some generic body dysmorphia. And I was like, wow, well, that's not really what to focus on about the picture. The picture is showing you doing like these really amazing things and you're like having fun with your friends and all this stuff and, you know, trying to do some light coaching, don't hate yourself type talk. And it was not very well received. Well, you did good work. And I try to do that, too, um, as some sort of penance for the way I think about myself and am 
not really great at changing. I, I'm in a Facebook group that's about like, I guess it's about weight loss. Um, but it has, it has some positive vibes and it's not very like obsessive. Um, and when people start saying stuff, like people will post in about how they're like so sad because they weighed in and like that they didn't get their goal weight for the week or whatever, or like the weddings in four months and they're never going to blah, 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 you know, and it gets really sad fast. Yeah. And like, there will be so many comments that are like, don't talk about yourself that way. Like, that's not like it doesn't like that's not what's important. But yeah, I actually so I try to participate in that language and not at least publicly talk about my own self-hatred. Um, but yeah, I told it like I told a girl who was she was she was trying to come up with what goals she wanted, but she was like, my vacation is like I'm going to the beach in 13 weeks and um I'm freaking out that I'm not going to be fit into, fit into the bathing suit I want to fit into. And like, I'm getting really like depressed about it. And I'm trying to think if I should like set more realistic goals or something. Um, so she was kind of seeking advice and kind of acknowledging the problematic stuff. And I was like, why don't you seek some goals that have nothing to do with weight? Like, and then I came up with some ideas that I don't know where these came from because I'd never thought of them before. But I was like, and all I do is think about dumb micro goals. Um... But I was like, yeah, like, you know, reward yourself when you do affirmations or like write out some affirmations and put them on your mirror and say them every day. Like, and I was like, I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of a good idea. Those honestly do neurobiologically make a difference. I know. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. No, there's science. Yeah. Abigail, what is your joke life moment? All right. So here's a joke life moment. Um. I went on a hike that with a friend, with a man friend, and it was a weekday when I had work, but he very sweetly was like, is there any way you could go into work late so we could do an early morning hike um, and, you know, we could like leave really early and then you could get back like maybe by 11. Like, do you think you could work your schedule out so you could do that? Because I really want to do this hike with you. And I was like, a boy wants to do a hike with me. This is the sweetest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> he wants me to take time off work. Blah, blah, blah. And so I worked I worked it out with work. Woke up really early so I could do like a half hour of work at like five in the morning um, just to be caught up on everything before we left. Um, and I was kind of rushing around still because s- stuff kept coming up at work. And I like made some coffee and was packing my bag and it was going to be, let me look at the numbers again. It was, it was going to be kind of rigorous as far as elevation. So it was going to be 1500 feet elevation gain, but 3.5 miles round trip. So like just kind of, yeah. So like just kind of like aggressive uphill um, and then you get to the top and then you come down and it's over with. And I kind of like hikes like that because it's like, you accomplish a lot and you're sweaty but and you're really sore but you feel very badass and it doesn't take as long as like a 20 mile just trudge (laughs) i love a trudge what can i say and i love a hike that someone else plans so even better well we get to the trailhead which is like an hour away from where we left from 
And I realized that in my hustling and bustling around, I totally forgot my hiking boots. <gasps> no. Yeah. And I had my regular boots, which are like leather boots, but were two years old and actually had holes on the bottom of them and were actually on my queue to replace. But I was waiting until I had an address where I could like have a bunch of shoes delivered to try them all on. Which are also not like hiking shoes. No, but they are. They do like if they were brand new, they'd be okay. They'd be like tennis shoes or something like the way tennis shoes are okay for a hike. Um, where they're like a sturdy shoe and they provide support and they have a good sole, but they're just not as good for a hike as hiking shoes. But this was like, no, this was like straps of leather twisted around my foot. Like this was, they were barely shoes, but I was so excited about the hike and I had like moved mountains, so to speak, to make it happen. And I was like, no, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. And then it turns out that the app that we used was wrong. It wasn't 3.5 miles round trip. It was 3.5 miles up. One way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that was still, like, still 1,500 elevation feet at 3.5 miles was still crazy. Like, there were a lot of parts where we were basically rock climbing. Like, we were scrambling up. Lots of, like, my arms were sore just from pulling myself up. No, thank you. But, yeah, by the last, like, two miles on the way down... I was basically limping um, because because the holes in my in my boots, there was like metal parts of the sole that were like rubbing my feet. Uh huh. But I did it uh, like a hero. Uh, And I was so glad I did the hike because like at the top, we were up so high and it was like beautiful views. And it had been a long time since I'd done anything that strenuous. I felt exhausted after, and the only time I felt exhausted like that is when I've, like, just finished a half marathon. It was that same sort of exhaustion when we finished. Um, It was twice as long as we thought, so it took, like, five hours or something, and I was super late for work. Um, But, yeah, that's my joke life moment. I forgot my boots, but I hiked anyway like a moron. Um, I have one that is in, is in an exercise related realm, but is not about maybe my own stupidity for once, which is amazing. So I've been going to one down dog yoga in LA for a couple months now, probably like six or seven months. And, uh, there's a couple teachers that I see every week and they know me and they're always say my name. They're always like, Hey Amanda, how are you? There's one teacher that I only see on Saturdays occasionally if I go in the mornings. So I probably see her maybe once a month. Um, She introduced herself to me maybe once or twice. And then one morning we both got there for the really early Saturday morning class and the door was locked. We couldn't get in. So she and I talked for a while. We waited for the person to come together. We laughed about the whole thing and then, you know, went through class together. That was maybe two months ago. So two weeks ago, I go to my Saturday morning class and I lay out my yoga mat and I, you know, get into my headspace, whatever. And this woman, this teacher comes over to me and says, hi, I'm Paula. Who are you? And I laughed and I said, she's like, you're new to my class, right? And I said, um, no, (laughs) without even meaning to. Because I was so surprised. I didn't know what was happening. And I literally made the most horrible noise. Oh, no. And she was like, oh, well, I'm Paula. And welcome to my class. And, like, shook my hand. And I, like, scowled at her. 
And I couldn't even think of what to say. And as she walked away, I wanted to say, remember the time we were locked outside together for 30 minutes and spoke? Nope, that doesn't ring a bell. Like, so That's my joke so life, weird. I know. My joke life moment is I'm so non-memorable that not only could someone introduce themselves to me three times and spend 30 minutes with me, but they couldn't remember me in class. I love, well, like, I love that you couldn't even, like, be chill about it because I'm the same way. When someone doesn't remember me and I'm like, it's one thing if you've met me once and you don't remember. Like, I'm used to that now, even though even though I remember you, like, I get it. You're not going to remember me. But when there's, like, like a, a, a history and they don't remember me, I can I cannot be chill. It's, like, so... It's, like, so surprising to me that I can't, like, put on a, like, Christy face and be like, oh, I have to be like, uh, we know each other. Number one, my first point out of 28 that I'll be addressing in this two-second conversation, um, number one, we know each other well. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. My life is a joke. Everything is meaningless. Nobody remembers me. That's fine. Happiness spells in good times. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Abigail, where can people find us? Uh, we have a website. It is www.twogirlstalking.club. Uh, they can listen to all of our old episodes. If you've missed one or two or 50, they're all there. You can listen to them when you're feeling sad or you could listen to happiness spells. Um, we have show notes for our podcast there. We have a link to our Facebook group if you want to join a pretty cool club. Let me tell you about the Facebook group. Tell us. This Facebook group, I mean, people cannot stop sending me these strange messages about things that have happened to them once they join the group. It can be anything as simple as finding a winning lotto ticket on the ground. Um, you know, getting an amazing deal on a car that they were trying to lease. Like it's really mundane stuff, but it's also amazing stuff. And the thing is, okay, the actual Facebook group itself is set inside a forest in the middle of Hamburg, Germany. So it's kind of a journey to get there in and of itself. But do you once follow you the do, deer? You don't even follow the deer. You follow the candy wrappers on the ground from our recent <laughs> podcast. Enough candy wrappers and the sound of laughter, the sound of lotto winners, and uh, you know, dogs doing palm readings, as we've spoken of before. I mean, it's it's a it's it's magical in there. I can't even describe to you all the things that happen in this Bermuda's triangle of a Facebook group: joy, prosperity, humanity, the crux of civilization. Wow! This Facebook group has it all. Um, also on our website, you can submit your own joke life moment. <laughs> Maybe someone doesn't remember you either and you just wanted to tell a friend. <laughs> or you don't know how to put clothes on your feet and you limp your way up and down a hill. Everything is about, valid. All about. are welcome. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>